0: You're listening to Kiss My Aesthetic, your go to podcast for bragworthy branding, marketing, and entrepreneurship advice. I'm your host, Michelle Winterstein of MKW Creative Co. Let's dive into the episode. Greetings and welcome back to the Kiss My Aesthetic podcast. I'm really excited to do this solo episode because I think it's going to serve a lot of purposes. One, if you are a prospective client of ours or if you've just filled out our contact form, this is going to give you a really clear map of all the steps in the process and how they come together to you receiving your branding. If you are a creative or brand designer or solopreneur just getting started, this is going to serve as a blueprint for you as well. I think this will really map out our process and how it's worked for us over the last nine years. And feel free to borrow, get inspired, steal, use, repurpose all of the content that you find in this podcast episode because I am happy to share this knowledge if it means there's going to be more good design out in the world. So let's get into it. Uh, Let's say you found your way to me via Instagram, TikTok, Pinterest... LinkedIn, YouTube, (laughs) referral, anywhere else. And you landed on the website and you said, yep, this is who I want to work with. For sure, this is where I want to invest in my business by hiring Michelle and her team to do branding. Amazing. The first thing that you must know off the bat and right off the top is that Branding services open the door to our other services. So if you saw online us working on packaging designs or creative directions for photo shoot or social media management, that's because all of those clients have gone through the branding process first. We do that because we want to create our own ecosystem of brands that we take on. And when we design the original branding, we have way more control over all the pieces and parts that make all of those packaging and social and print design and in-person events look really, really fabulous and really brag-worthy. So the first step in working with us is always going to be branding. Whether that's full branding, mini brand design, brand refresh, you do have some options. Those are explained on the services page. But once you've gone through the branding process, that will unlock, in a sense, the rest of our services. The first step in getting started with your project is submitting your project via the contact form, mkwcreative.co slash contact. And in that contact form, it's pretty straightforward. Of course, we need your contact information. We'd like for you to select which package you're most interested in. You've got a big old chunk to put in an explanation of your project, but really the part that helps us decide if there's an alignment between your business and our team is the section that's called now a little bit about your brand. Knowing your business name, your website, if you have one, your mission statement, and your ideal client, this is kind of the perfect recipe for what we need to know if you are at the right point to work with us on branding. Uh, Having a really dialed in, really concise mission statement for me is something that I see come through on that contact form that tells me, "Yep, this person is a green light go. Having a really clear and concise ideal client that's not strictly demographic, not just age, not just income level, not just gender, but a really clear picture of who you're working for and why really helps us get a sense for what kind of branding you're looking for. At the end of the contact form, there's preferred project start date. How did you hear about us? If you were referred by somebody, please let us know their name so that we can reach out to them and thank them for it. And at the very end, you'll get prompted to book a 15-minute discovery call with me, Michelle, founder of MKW Creative Co., creative director, brand designer, yada, yada. So in that 15-minute discovery call, basically what we're doing is talking pretty candidly about your brand and what you're looking for. And I'll talk pretty candidly about what our team does, maybe some projects that might be similar to yours and how we might be able to best work together. The feedback that I always get from these discovery calls is I am super duper honest. I will tell you straight up right away if I don't think that you're ready or if I think that we're not the best fit for your team. I'm very candid about that and I will be pretty choosy in that process and that's to make sure that you're getting the best possible service and that we are really aligning with our goals. In 2023, we're definitely focusing our niche down to hospitality, restaurants and luxury product brands. We will still work with a handful of organizations and creators, but we're starting to pivot more towards those in-person, tactile experience brands like you would have if you go to a luxury hotel or you go to a new restaurant or when you buy something that's a direct consumer product good and are interacting with the brand in a physical sense. So if that's resonating with you, amazing. If you are a service-based provider, we can absolutely help you with your branding, but there may be a chance that we are not the best fit for what you might need. And I'm happy to point you in a different direction on that. In that conversation, if it's not a good fit, I will always explain there's good news and bad news. The bad news, we may not be the right team for you. The good news, I run a Facebook group of about 5,000 people called Kiss My Aesthetic, same name as the podcast, and that's a great opportunity to post your job. So if you're looking for someone, if you're a designer and you're looking to get extra jobs, I will absolutely encourage anyone that comes through my contact form to reach out to that group first because we are, number one, very talented and wonderful. But everyone in the group is pretty vetted and pretty experienced in kind of my quote-unquote style of brand design, so to speak. I've been running the group for about five years now. We've been hosting challenges. I share all the the behind-the-scenes content. It's really such an awesome resource for anyone that's looking for professional creatives in any kind of project. Let's say we've finished the 15-minute discovery call and it's a slam dunk. You want to work with us, we want to work with you. Timelines are working, budgets are working, amazing. Essentially, we will follow up via email With a proposal, a contract, and an invoice. Uh, We use Debsado. It's a really great tool. It's a CRM-based tool. And Cody, who's the business manager, will be sending you all of those materials via email. In the proposal, you'll basically see a pretty straightforward write-up of the scope of work that you're looking for, plus what the next steps would be. So once you've accepted the proposal, best thing about Dubsado is it'll take you right to the screen to sign the contract and right to the screen to pay the invoice. We do take payment 100% upfront. Uh, this holds your spot. This is our standard practice. We've been doing it for about five years now and it really ensures that we deliver the best quality product because we know that you're in and we're ready to deliver. So the, Options that you have kind of on the table at this point are mini brand design or full service brand design. I'm not going to spend this podcast episode really breaking down the difference because it's pretty well explained on the services page of my website, mkwcreative.co slash services, um, where you can see the difference in deliverables. But the nice thing about both of these scopes of work is that the first four weeks are identical for both. So the four-week process for mini brand design and then the full-service brand design is a six- to eight-week process. And that's just because of the additional deliverables tacked on that take it from that mini design to the full design. So the difference here being, again, like the mini brand design is the quick and dirty, this is what you need to run your brand successfully, in our opinion. The full service brand design is here, are all the bits and pieces that you need on top of that, here's how it actually becomes realized. So here's your multi-page brand guides. Here are your mock-ups. Here's your social templates. Here's your email signature, your gifts, your social media stories and packaging concepting. And basically any ideation on your brand idea will exist in full service brand guides, but not mini brand design. Make sense? diving in. Once the invoice is paid, we've agreed on a project start date, you'll be invited to Basecamp. Basecamp is our project management tool. I'm obsessed with it, but they're like all project management tools. There's sometimes resistance, right? So on your first meeting, we will coordinate to make sure that you get a training on Basecamp and figure out where certain things go and how to check in on Basecamp to see our progress. The reason we use Basecamp is number one, we have a template for every type of project that we've ever done. So a mini brand design project, a full service brand design project, a merch campaign, podcast management, social media management, it is templatized and turnkey. And that is because we run this brand design business like a well-oiled machine. Uh, And the goal is to always have a different checklist per week or per month of a project. For social, it's monthly checklists, for branding its weekly checklist. So once you're logged into Basecamp, you'll be prompted to upload your Profile image. We definitely recommend you do so, so we can see your little face in there. And you'll see in the Get Started Week One task list there's some things that you've already completed. You won't get access to Basecamp until you sign and return your service agreement, pay your invoice, and fill out your brand questionnaire. So those three pieces have to happen first to get to access to Basecamp. So lucky for you, you're on a really great head start because some of your tasks are already done by the time you're logged in. The brand questionnaire is sent to you by email. In this brand questionnaire, we ask a bajillion questions. There's actually an old podcast episode called Everything in My Brand Questionnaire and Why I Ask It. So if you're stuck, that's a great place to start. But this is your opportunity to brain dump your entire brand. Tell us everything you've ever thought or ever thought you want us to know about your brand, what it should look like, who your competitors are, what your ideal client cares about. What are going to be some of the adjectives that you want to really float to the surface of this brand? That is your time to tell us all the things. At the end of the brand questionnaire, you'll get prompted within Basecamp to book your brand questionnaire review call. This can get booked the first week of your project start date. So let's say your project start date is May 1. You'd want to book that call for the first week of May. On that call, it'll be you and I, and maybe a team member or two. And we will be reviewing all of your answers in the brand questionnaire. So we might have follow-up questions. We might color code things, add extra notes, add extra links, add extra visual inspiration to really make sure that we're talking about the same thing when it comes to the positioning and marketing of your brand. So this is all happening week one. The last thing that we'll ask you for is your Canva Pro login. We will make sure that we get your login for Canvas so that by the time we're at the end of the process, we can go ahead and load up all of your fonts, logos, colors, supporting elements, stock photos, everything so that that's ready to rock and ready to use by the end of the four weeks. So that is everything for week one. Week two is where it starts to get interesting. So week two is where we start to define your brand aesthetics. So we're not necessarily jumping right into logos, but we're starting to build the visual world in which your brand will live. We will ask you to send any existing branding elements or other inspiration. This could be recent headshots or pictures from your iPhone from your last vacation that you find really inspiring or images from uh, magazines or things from Pinterest. That's where you would really get that opportunity to share those visuals with us. Some clients like to make their own Pinterest boards. It's not necessary because we will curate a Pinterest board for you. So we will create a Pinterest board with different sections. The sections will kind of look like this. Color inspiration, logo inspiration, pattern inspiration, maybe merchandise inspiration, if that's applicable, packaging design inspiration, and photography style inspiration. In each of those sections, we will add probably between like 30 to 50 different pins for you to see where our brain is going based on your answers. So a big part of a job of a brand designer and creative director is to take this verbal information or written information that's coming through the brand questionnaire and then find the visuals that reflect those goals, right? So finding the images that represent adventurous, fun, carefree, relatable, imperfect mom blogger, find those images and be able to show what that looks like materialized into a brand. How do you find logo inspiration that pulls on those same qualities? How do we find imagery inspiration that pulls on those same qualities or patterns or, you know, unexpected typefaces, things like that. So that's what you'll see in the Pinterest board. When we send you the Pinterest board link, there's not really anything for you to do other than scan through it. Let us know if anything is an absolutely hate as in I do not want this anywhere near my brand, I hate this color, I hate this photo, I hate this style, I hate this font, whatever it is, tell us, absolutely tell us if anything is like a eh, like no good, can't use it. Otherwise, show us what things really stand out to you as like, okay, that's my favorite. Like of everything that you've put in this collection, I really love this photo because I feel like it gives me the warm fuzzies and it's totally what I'm going for. Or I really love how this logo translates from social to digital to print. Those are good things for us to know because we can take the cream of the crop of what you love out of the Pinterest board and usually find the common thread. And that common thread is something that we want to take with us into the brand design phase, which is phase three. The next two things that you'll find in the week two defining your brand aesthetics is your stock photography collection. So we will go to our stock resources, our own photo libraries. We may ask you to contribute photos like we said before. And the idea with creating a stock photography collection to kick off your brand is we want to give you assets you can actually use. So I would never recommend that anyone takes images off Pinterest to use in their own marketing. One, you don't own that content. And two, it's a violation of Pinterest terms and conditions. So not suitable for posting on Instagram, not suitable for posting on TikTok really, not suitable for building your website with. So if we can source for you stock photography that fits your brand, we've eliminated that issue. We will find royalty-free stock, which means you can use it for anything, at any time, in any use case. And there's no legal gray area with that. And we want to make sure that you have enough images and enough variety within that collection that once you're ready to bring your brand to the public and materialize it, that you're not so far behind because you don't have original photography. We will almost always recommend that you invest in original photography, especially once you have a clear sense for the look and feel of your brand. Um, But a lot of times, you know, that's just not a reality for our clients. So we started including these stock photography collections in the early part of the process to mitigate or to solve that problem. The last deliverable in week two is a mood board and color palette. A mood board is a collection of images that start to give you the mood or the aesthetics of the direction of the brand. So mood boards could include images of patterns or textures. They could include scenery. They could include people that reflect your ideal client. And really, the idea of compiling a mood board is to do the most condensed distilled version of everything that we were inspired by on Pinterest. So again, the kind of chain of command is like brand questionnaire to Pinterest board, Pinterest board to stock photos, stock photos to mood board. The mood board will always use stock photos or images that are mine or images that are yours so that we can make sure if you wanted to share that mood board, that you're not infringing on any other creators rights in that way. Under the mood board, you'll find your color palette. The colors are derived from the mood board because if it looks good in a photo, there's a pretty good chance it looks good in a brand. So we'll use the eyedropper tool. We'll maybe pull some inspiration from Pinterest again for the actual coloration, the color palette. But just know that the color palette at this stage is not locked and loaded. Like it's not finalized. It's just an idea of where we could want to go. What kind of feedback we'd look for on the mood board and color palette is if It feels, you know, too light or too dark or too saturated or not saturated enough. Or I like the images, but maybe it feels too juvenile. Or I really like the images, but maybe it feels too mature. We're trying to figure out kind of like a Goldilocks and the three bears, like where is that perfect middle ground where you're gonna feel like this really reflects your brand and really reflects where you wanna go. Again, know that there is wiggle room within that, but the mood board to into phase three should give you an idea of what you can anticipate in the brand design video, right? Week three, this is what I call the sprint. This is the heavy lifting. This is the big effort around your brand design. This is where we actually take all this inspiration, all this information from the questionnaire, the Pinterest board, the existing elements and inspiration, the mood board and color palette, the stock photos, and start to design the actual logo work and the branding. So This is the effort that you might see me do on TikTok Live because I go live every week on TikTok and I share behind the scenes of my brand design process. And you'll see me, Michelle, designing all the original logos. This is the thing that I love the most in my business. This is my bread and butter. This is the stuff that I, even if I got paid $0 a year, I think I would still do it just because I love it. So the logo ideation, again, collecting from the brand adjectives, mood board, color palette, brand questionnaire into the exploration of that. So finding different combinations, finding logo variants, things like that. That's what you'll see in that brand video presentation. The video presentations are anywhere from 12 to 18 minutes long. And chances are, if you're listening to this podcast, you've seen one of these. If you go to my website and you go to the portfolio page and you pick on any project, you can watch that video that I originally sent to the client to pitch them their brand idea. So in that video, you'll hear me explain, this is the context, this is the inspiration. Here's how I've taken what you've told me and showed me and put materialized it into this branding. So you'll see the main logo, why it rocks. You'll see submarks and supporting logos and why they're a good fit. You'll see mock-ups. You may see illustrations, patterns, packaging concepts, merch concepts, anything that we've talked about in your brand questionnaire portion will be shown in this brand design video presentation. There are a few ground rules for viewing the video presentation, and I will share them with you at the top of the video, so like no need to remember it now. But the first ground rule is watch the video all the way through. Watch it from start to finish and try not to create any judgments about it until you reach the end of the video. The second rule is to walk away. So walk away for 24 hours, don't make any snap judgments, don't try to process it all at once, but come back a day later and give us your notes, give us your feedback, Give us your input about the branding, what you love, what you'd like to see changed, etc. Then once you have your notes ready, you can book the brand design video review call. This will be prompted for you in Basecamp. It's a 30-minute call. And essentially on that call, what we're going to do is break down your feedback and say, okay, you want to see this to be a little bit more streamlined, or you'd like to see this portion tightened up a little bit, or you want to see a change to the tagline to be a font that's a little bit more free-flowing. Like All of that is the type of feedback that we'd want to see on that brand design presentation video, but not to toot our own horn, but we have a really, really good success rate on this presentation. And the reason is this, because we've done all the prep work. By the time you're viewing your brand design video presentation, it should not be a surprise what you're looking at because you will have confirmed with us the brand questionnaire, the mood board, Pinterest board, stock photography, et cetera. So you should have a pretty good idea of how this is going to come together. That does not mean that we won't blow your socks off because that's always what we're going for, but it should be pretty consistent with everything you've seen up until that point. Now, if we get to the end of your brand design call and you're like, you know what? This was a big fat miss. Like, I don't know where this is coming from or this is not what I had in my head at all. Michelle, what happened? Then we use our one, one round of design edits. So every brand design project gets one round If necessary, of brand design edits where we try to figure out where that breakdown in communication was. Like, were you giving us all the information in the brand questionnaire? Did we not understand your ideal client correctly? Are you having a little bit of a shiny object syndrome because you saw one of your competitors rebranded and wanted to use all pastels and now you want to use all pastels? Like, we'll talk through all of those things on that brand design review call and come up with a game plan for what those edits might be. Like I said, we do have a pretty good success rate on that first presentation with. 85 to 90% of our clients viewing the presentation and saying, yep, you killed it, knocked my socks off, I'm obsessed, can I use it today? Send me all the assets. Uh, that's usually how these things go. And in that case, we can move right into phase four. So the only point where there's really gonna be any back and forth in the process of designing your brand could be week three, just making sure that any of those edits um, that you wanna see come to realization in the way that you want If we present the one round of edits, the redo, because let's say the first round was a miss, which again, knock on wood, has only happened um, a handful of times in my nine years as a brand designer. But if it's a miss, we'll go back to the drawing board, present you a new version. And if that version is also a miss, then any edits beyond that point are billed separately. That's in your contract, it's explained. um, But that's probably because again, there's some kind of breakdown and like we're not picking up what you're putting down that there's some kind of miscommunication. And that usually means we got to roll back to the beginning and figure out what from the brand questionnaire doesn't look like what's in the presentation. Um, Again, this very rarely happens, but should it happen, we have all the systems in place to make it right. Lastly, the export, organize, and offboarding process. This is week four of the brand design process. And this is where we're adding all of your final files into Google Drive into Canva and kind of sending you off on your way. So in the drive, you will get PDF, SVG, PNG, and Illustrator source files for all of your logos, all of your supporting assets, and any patterns, icons, anything like that. I would much rather you guys have all of the original Illustrator files so that you can download them to your own computer. You can share them with merch designers and website designers and anybody else who might need them. Um, This also gives us an extra backup in case my computer decides to not work one day. And now you still have all of your stuff in a way that you can access it. I would definitely recommend that you bookmark or download a copy onto your local computer or your local hard drive, just so you have it in a way that doesn't exist in ours. But I also pay for like infinity storage on Google Drive. So that's still very accessible to you at any time. But really where we shine best... And because we're such diehard fans of Canva, is setting up your brand kit in Canva. Your brand kit is under the tab called Logo, and it allows us to load in the colors, the fonts, and the actual logos into your Canva account to make it so easy for you to make content. So if you need to make an email signature or a media kit or social media graphics, all of the ingredients that we've designed for you and put in your kitchen are accessible. Um, and branding is essentially that, right? It's we are the chefs. You're coming to us saying, cook me something delicious and show me how to make it. We're helping you grocery shop and stock your shelves with all the ingredients that you're going to need to cook up that most amazing dish. So combination of colors, fonts, patterns, photography, logos, etc. In your brand kit in Canva, you'll get SVG logos, which stands for scalable vector graphics. And we will load them in in one or two colorways. The reason we do this is because when you use that SVG logo in any design on Canva, you'll get prompted with the color window selector, the color selector, and you can change that logo to any color of your branding. Um, your brand color palette will pop up right at the top. So if you're doing a dark background graphic and your logo is dark and you need it to be light, you can click that logo, click on the color panel and change the color to any of the lighter colors in your brand set, for example. That's really easy to do. If you don't know how to do this, please let us know. But we can do this Canva brand kit training as part of your offboarding call. The other thing we'll do on the offboarding call is ask for you to leave us a review. Uh, write us a review on Facebook or on Google, refer us to someone. We will discuss if you have any additional resources you're needing or additional scope of work. Uh, maybe you wanna do a merch campaign or you wanna launch a podcast or you wanna hire us to do your Instagram and TikTok marketing. That's where all those conversations come onto the table since we will have finished the branding and then we'll come up with a reveal or launch date. I'll probably invite you to come on the podcast and we will have this big celebration for your new beautiful brand and your launch. And that kind of marks the end of the process. Again, the difference being this is the mini brand design scope of work. If you have full service scope of work, then you're getting way more deliverables. There's a lot more templates, email newsletter, templates, social templates, email signatures, packaging concepting, merch concepting, and those multi-page brand guides that include a lot of brand copywriting. So if you're signed on for that scope of work, there are a few extra weeks kind of tacked onto that. But what we notice is the clients that sign on for the full-for-service brand design clients end up turning into retainer clients because we kind of open their eyes to all the things that we can help with and allow them to kind of add that to scope of work and we end up working with them for a really long time. So that's a possibility as well. But I hope this clears up a lot of questions that you might have had of our process and how it works, what you're going to get out of it, and the problem that we solve for you. Really, again, to use that kitchen analogy, we want to give you a brand that you can function with on your own, that you don't need us, you want us. You don't need us to make Oliver Brand collateral, but you want us to because you know that we know your brand, we know your voice, we know your ideal client, and you can trust that we will deliver a brag-worthy brand every time right? Thanks so much for listening. I know this was a doozy. Feel free to come back to it at any time. This will be a really great resource for you. And if you are a prospective client, I look forward to chatting with you. Later. Thanks for joining us for the Kiss My Aesthetic podcast. Don't forget to follow along and leave us a review anywhere you listen to podcasts. We'll see you in the Kiss My Aesthetic Facebook group for years and years of behind the scenes content and over 5,000 connections with fellow creatives. For show notes from today's episode, please visit mkwcreative.co slash podcast. This episode was edited by Berta Wired and theme music comes from Eliza Vera and Nathan Menard. Catch you next time.